Welcome back to the Fourth Liners Podcast. It's Bryce and Jacob. Jake. Jacob, Jake. Whatever Jakey. you like. Whatever you like. Jakey works. Whatever whatever you like. I know too many Jakes, man. I literally know like seven Jakes. Do you think so. Jacob is like one of the most popular names in the world? Not trying to be. Uh, not trying in to North America, it. probably. Yeah, North America, it would probably be like top 10 right now. Like Jacob oh. and like Matt. Yeah. That real, is real popular. Yeah. Real popular. It's James. Excuse me. I don't know. I could be just putting names out there. James. Uh, is that an old name? That is an older name. I haven't known a James for a long time. That's not true, actually. I used to work with a James. But anyways, uh, this is... Uh, we're recording this uh, basically just after the trade deadline is wrapped up. Uh, there's been some interesting moves. Some of the names we thought that were going to be getting moved to this deadline did not go. But there has been some pretty interesting... Uh, trades, I think, for uh, some contending teams, especially. Um, no massive names, I would say. Like no massive, like Chikrin and Klingberg. They they stayed where they were. JT Miller didn't get moved. Uh, but you definitely had some some key pieces, I think, going to contending teams. Uh, what what's your what's your favorite trade? I think for uh, for today or over the last few days i don't know it, it was interesting because uh so, like two big trades um happened before the actual deadline right um it was, it was two right two big trades. uh i think about the giordano trade three if you want to include three who's the third lindholm, lindholm. oh yeah lindholm. There you go. lindholm yeah yeah there you go see a lot of the big names went before the actual deadline which I personally don't like. I really like watching the trade deadline. It's like one of my favorite days throughout the year. Did you watch it, it? Oh yeah. I, I I like. I mean, I was in and out all day, but whenever I came home, I put it on. Like I love watching the TSN. They do a good presentation of it. They Duffy. Uh, Duffy does a great job, um, just hosting it. And then you got the whole panel going on there, right? Um, but yeah, it was kind of weird. You see the Lindholm traded to the Boston Bruins. Um, I didn't expect that to happen. I thought he would go maybe to a different team. And then you got Drew going to the Florida Panthers, which makes them even more cup contenders right there. Big, big arms race going on in the yeah, East. And you know what that trade... So let's talk about that trade for a second. So Drew... Yeah. So the return for Drew was... Or no, the, the players that went with Drew were actually not bad, right? If you think about it... Um, it was a Rubistov, which is a first former first round pick by the Philadelphia Flyers, right? And they, they got another guy, younger player, Connor Bunneman, I think his name is, or I could be butcher picturing that. But I just thought um, they got a pretty good return back with Claude Giroux. Like the Panthers did a really good job, right? And the, and they also got a fifth round pick, which they added on to that. And then, but the Flyers got a conditional first round pick, 2024, 2025. Top 10 protected, but you got to think there's no way. I think Florida slips to a lottery pick. Yeah. And then a third round pick. And, and is Owen Tippett going to be a Claude Giroux? I no. don't. I don't think so. I think the Flyers got a little snubbed on this, but I think when it came down to it, that Giroux kind of picked where he was going. You know what I mean? Like he could have went to Colorado or Florida, and I think he chose Florida because he. I think he had a new no move clause, so he'd have to waive it, right, for what team he'd want. But I think yeah. Panthers definitely won this trade. I know Giroux's thirty four, but they got two good young players with it and a pick. I think that's a win for them for who they gave up. You know. Yeah, yeah. This might be Philly overrating Owen Tippett. A little bit. If you talk yeah. to Florida fans, if you talk to if you talk to like the seven Florida Panthers fans, you would you would find out that that Tippett has been kind of underwhelming. Uh, yeah. he's, had, he's had moments, but like to be fair to him, like where where does he get a real opportunity? You know, yeah. yeah. Florida, like, see, Florida's not a team to develop those young guys, right? Like for I mean, for the past few years, I feel like they've been a contending team. I mean, they haven't won the cup, but they've yeah. definitely been a team with just ready players right they're not looking at playing prospects and he was in the ahl right he wasn't on the nhl team that's like no and and he's he's not super young bro no he's drafted in 2017 that's that's a that's a while he's 20 he's 23 man like he like he's gonna have to show up now um to be fair i don't i'm not like super familiar with the florida panthers like uh 
like farm, like their their prospect pool and stuff. But like, I would have thought that Philly would have got maybe a grade A prospect as well out yeah. of this. Yeah, right. Well, like T- Tippett's not a prospect. T- Tippett it should be an initial player at this point in his career. Yep. And if he doesn't start to show like top six potential, like now ish, uh, it could be dangerous for them. See, the, the first is good, but like, where's that going to be? Like, I could be in the mid twenties, man. Yeah, like I mean, you can get that steal, but that like you're taking a chance there too. And like, Drew um, was has been their franchise player right for how many years? A thousand games worth. And Tippett is just like I feel like the the greatest he'll be. Uh, well, I've heard this that it's he'll just become a second liner maybe for the team. I don't think he'll be the first line winger on that team. I mean, I could be wrong. I could eat, eat my words, but from what I've seen from his development so far, I don't think Tippett's that the that great of return but it was the only kind of player they could send over for Giroux and Giroux liked the deal to Florida and they maybe were feeling pressured and they they made that move right and it, Tippett's they had, also a guy that's been totally outshadowed by uh Lundell as yeah. well Lundell's been, been amazing yeah I, I think the hope for Tippett like I think what Philly is hoping he turns into is like a 25 goal guy maybe a 60 point like I'm looking that's what I think Tippett, his his hopeful projections are at this point. At worst, I think maybe you're getting like a 45-point guy who can score 20. Yeah. I, I like So, like, he he's going to be a serviceable initial player for them, especially if he gets a shot, right? He gets a shot with, like, Konechny. Then, you yeah. know, Tippett could be... Those two guys can kind of come up together because I think they're a similar age. So... Yeah, and if you play with the right players, he might develop his game a lot better than he was doing in Florida. So it maybe change the scenery. It always works too, right? So yeah, and, and I well, mean, how like, do you think Giroux fits into fits into Florida? I think he fits well. I mean, I think he's gonna be that second line center. I don't know if they'll put him on the first. Is he a winger or is he? A, he's a center, right? He can play. He can play both. Yeah, he can play okay. both. I, th- I think people are saying that he's probably gonna play wing. See, I mean, you could do go that way, but you could also do second line center. It's it's proven to work, right? You know, you got Crosby, Melkin, and see how it works there. Like both second line and first line have, um, uh, like impeccable center. Who uh, plays depth, second right? line for Florida at this point, right? Because I, I don't. I think Barkov plays top line with uh, with Verhage, and is Huberto getting top line time? He must be, man. I I, I would hope so. Huberto is. Uh, in consideration for the, the heart trophy yeah um, yeah but i i know that sometimes they split yeah they split them man huberto plays with bennett and duclair okay so i don't know why barkov is listed on this third line okay this is, can't be accurate march 18th and now this is march 18th lines huberto bennett duclair marchman uh don't know how to say that name lewis Turan, reinhardt Verhage, Barkov, uh, Manum, Dorden, Akari, and Verhage. So they had Barkov on the third line, which was that's interesting. No, no, that I think that is what I'm looking at right now. What I'm looking at right now with Giroux in the lineup is top line: Giroux, Barkov, Verhage. Second line: Huberto, Bennett, Duclair. Oh, okay. So, which makes more sense? Where is is Lundell hurt? Yep, he is hurt. Hornfist is also hurt. That's another player. So is Law. So is Lomberg, who's pretty impactful. I Um, mean, I I feel like adding Drew adds the option of changing things up now too, where like you can literally put him anywhere in the lineup, and he would contribute to a line. I mean, he's that veteran presence. He's been a captain before. He's a great second, uh, second or first line player, right? And. He's a, he can definitely score goals or set up those guys. And um, I just think it makes that, that firepower even fire. I I guess I I could say like, what I'm trying to say is like, I think Florida didn't really have that many star players on their forward core, but now he's another star player to add on that team. And like, if you look at Tampa Bay, they had the two stars. Yeah. Yeah, they had the two stars in Barkov and Huberville. If you look at Tampa Bay, you have Point, Stamkos, Kucherov, uh, who are some other guys on that team? Like, you know, there's a lot more, Headman. right? Yeah, I mean, now you're you're adding another guy to this team and it's, it's, see, it works. And it, it, he's a veteran presence. He's a leader. Adding that guy too, a superstar that is a veteran and a leader can really 
help you, especially in the playoffs, I feel too. And he has some like, playoff experience too, right? Like he hasn't really made it that far. But they made the finals. Oh yeah, that's right. They did make the finals. Yeah, against Chicago. So, I mean, you know, this is his opportunity to go get a cup, and I think he went with the right team to do it. I mean, he could have went with Colorado, which would have been a great team, and even though, and especially because Landeskog's out, it would have been a great re- replacement for him. Um, it was a big competition between Florida and uh, Colorado, Colorado to get this guy because because neither team wanted the other to get them because I think they're both kind of projecting playing against each other in the finals and neither mm-hmm. team wanted to have to play against them which makes me wonder what was colorado's offer for Giroux? like it wasn't yeah. better than what than what florida offered well like that's the thing who does colorado have know. to offer though like i just i mean i guess they have some players but or do they want who do they uh who'd they, who'd they send that, that baron they, they traded they, uh yeah, that baron so, guy today so like fast forwarding today yeah they they got did they trade him for lekanen i think so have it here uh they traded him yeah justin baron for lekin and they also sent a second round pick over apparently that baron guy's pretty good yeah and, and they, uh, i remember seeing, also like got bowen byram oh, yeah. i remember seeing that yeah. bowen byram was kind of maybe available but he's such a huge risk because he's got his concussions are so bad at such a young age like it's yeah. really a big question mark whether or not he's gonna ever be able to to kind of overcome that yeah, that's it, the thing. I, I don't think they probably probably didn't want to take the risk on that, right? And it could have no, been a like, guy that's it, been talked about, but it, it would suck if they were to move Byram and then he does recover fully and uh, he just lights up the league, right? Because he, he, you know, at the beginning of the year he looked real good. Yeah. Um, but I, I like what did, you said I, about Giroux freeing up uh, lines in Philly, right? Because now you can play Huberdeau with Barkov, you know, in in a in moments where you you kind of need that power, and you still have Giroux on the second line with Duclair and Bennett, and that's still a very strong, offensively-minded second line. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, I, you sometimes need that guy that can move around the lineup that will make an impact on any line that he'll play with, right? And I feel like once you have that guy, you're pretty set for the playoffs. So well, I picked him up in fantasy hockey, so let's hope, dude. That was a smart let's move. Hope. I hope. My God, I hope. Man, fantasy's kicking me in the ass right now. Dude. But what's new? I what lost. is new? I mean, we're making the playoffs, right? Well, you should. Oh, hopefully I am, yeah. Hopefully I'm clinched, but you know, let's let's pray for let's pray for Jake. I'll I'll hold in there. You know, sixth place, let's go. Maybe I'll jump up to fifth. Who knows? But uh it's so, gonna take it. Let's take but some yeah. more. So Giroux on Florida, which, you know, the East has been such an arms race, I think, between Tampa uh carolina and toronto and florida i think those four teams like are just so loaded yeah with talent um we can transition then to uh to toronto adding uh giordano geo's coming home baby geo is coming oh, okay home. Oh, toronto home. toronto born player they bring back it another hometown stops. boy man don't you know that's a trend that they do Dude, either like where? Okay, where, where's the pajamas picture, bro? There, Show me. The there pajamas. definitely is one, man. There definitely is one. There has to be. I mean, every Toronto kid probably had pajamas, unless he was a fan of somewhere somewhere else. But uh, I mean, I mean, let's let's just talk about Giordano right now. Undrafted, former Norris winning trophy uh, tr- trophy winner, two time captain in the NHL for two different franchises. I mean, what what more could you ask from in a veteran leader, a veteran presence for the playoffs? What more could you ask for the the, the Toronto Leafs and a top four D, which they needed the whole time? Who can play really good defense, and yeah. that's the thing. Is he a right? He's a very he, good defender. Is he left handed? I'm not sure. He's gonna play with Brody. What's Brody? Uh, that's a good question. I think I think Giordano's left handed. Yeah. Yeah, he is left handed. I think Brody might be too. But, you know, that's okay. I mean, and they played together before, so they're pretty used to each other, right? And that's kind of the yeah, nice Yeah, they were thing. a really strong pairing. Yeah, really strong pairing. And, and Brody might enable Giordano to get a little bit more free offensively because Giordano, we know, can put up big points. Yeah. I don't know how much his age has slowed him down, but I think he's a good player for the Leafs, man. And he's going to help out the goaltending a lot, like a lot. Yes, that's, and, see, that's uh, like that's what they need right now because their goaltending is just a mess. And well, yeah, dude, that guy. Uh, what was that Finn's name? What was his name? He's Swedish. 
Um, he's Swedish. Yeah. He, no, he won gold for Finland. Oh, no, okay, sorry. I thought you meant the young kid that's playing for them. Oh, um, oh, no, no, no. The young kid, that guy, no. La, la, he can't. What's his name? Lati? Lati? Something like that. He so he got claimed by, by Arizona? Yeah, so I was pretty pumped. I thought, like, okay, that's kind of a cool addition to the team, right? Like, he's signing the guy that won, gold, won a gold medal for the Finnish team. And then I guess they put him on waivers, and then he got claimed Had by Arizona. To. Yeah, he had to go, bro. That's that is so Nabokov. Do you remember when Detroit signed Nabokov and he came? He was coming in, and and uh, the Islanders signed him. No, I don't. Remember. That's what happened. Yeah, because Nabokov like left the NHL, and then Detroit tried to bring him back, and he had to go through waivers, and the Islanders claimed him. It's like the same thing, except yeah. this guy's never played here before. Well, that's not, not true. He played nine games for Tampa Bay, like way back or something. Really. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. played nine games oh, yeah, in the NHL. Right. Yes, that's right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why they did that. I mean, it sucks. They have to. They have to. There's some rule. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, it, you, you look at the Toronto Beliefs. They probably don't have a lot of cap space to work with either. So, nope. um, so oh, Sateri, so Sateri, so Lati. What am I thinking? Sateri so is, is his name. Um, you know. It's just, uh, it's it kind of sucks. I was kind of hoping they would leave Mrazek in the minors and just keep him up with the NHL team. Um, well, if Mrazek gets claimed, rip. I don't think he <laughs> will. That's the thing, man. I don't think Mrazek will. Well, I don't see why anyone would. He's, He's just, terrible. He apparently has one of the worst save percentages in the NHL right now. And He's terrible. Yeah, man. The, he has no worse posts are. No, the 25-year-old goaltender that came in did a hell of a lot better job in three or four games than he ever did in the his three his first uh, few months in his three-year contract, right? Like $3.8 million is a lot to pay for a goalie that's playing like this, right? And I don't know. I just don't see anyone Leafs, picking him up. The Leafs... Oh, never mind. This is old. Sorry. I was looking at Carter Hutton. I like Morazic, though. Like, he, he can be decent, but... I don't know if it's like, do you think there's a chemistry with the defense core that he just doesn't get along with or he just is not Mrazic? No, yeah. I just, no, I, I just think he's not comfortable. Yeah. He's, Mrazic he's, has always uh, been the type of guy that, that relies on like, I, I, he, he's good when there's like an equal goalie to him. Yes. And I mean, you I guess you can make the argument that like Campbell's that, but Mrazic, Campbell got so many starts at the beginning of the season and Mrazic just sat there. Yeah, and that and probably so didn't think, help, right? You know, no, Mrazic sat, and he and he fermented, and he, and well, he got he just, injured too. If, doesn't have any focus exactly. Like he's just like his season's been really shit. He's lost his focus. He doesn't know where his posts are, man. Like, I I don't know. I think Mrazic is just like done. Like this is another Riddich, bro. Well, yeah, Mrazic could be. You can might maybe see him in one of the European leagues, right? Um, well, I, I don't know what they do with his contract after this year, man. It's I terrible. don't know. They maybe try to trade it, but that's going to be tough. That. I don't know. That's yeah. the thing. They got to get rid of it somehow or, or just stick out with it, stick it out with him. But um, I don't think they want to do that. And if they're willing to risk putting him on waivers, they obviously don't care to lose him, right? Like, right. Um, they rather call up goalies from the AHL and see what happens because it, it turns out to be it's a better call, right? Or maybe get well, if Campbell David doesn't Ar- find his game, if Campbell doesn't find his game, like it's gonna be real bad. It's gonna oh. be ugly. Giordano or not, it's I gonna think, be ugly. I see. I there's a controversy. Oh, not a controversy, but like there's something where someone said that they just said Campbell was hurt so he could get rest before the playoffs. Um, I mean, maybe like that's possible. I feel like that must happen sometimes. Like where they say they're hurt so they'd rest them for a little bit. I mean, they, they could be hurt but they can still I don't, I don't play. think they're lying about the injury, but I no, I, I think yeah. I think yeah, like they they get injured and you know, you're locked to make the playoffs, so it's like okay, like you can like take your time with this so you're in like a good state of mind when Yeah, like, exactly. state of bodily health when you come back. Like that's possible, but Campbell wasn't playing good before his injury. No, he wasn't. He was struggling a little um, bit. Unless right? he was playing hurt. Unless he was playing. He could hurt. have been. Yes, yeah, that could have been an explanation there. So, um, well, I guess we'll see when he comes back, right? If he is going to be back to his regular self, and I hope so. I mean, he was doing really well at the beginning of the season, right? So, yeah, and they were doing well. But I mean, they 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 usually the Toronto Beliefs are known for this, like, hitting a little bit of a struggle at this point of the season, which sucks. But, um, 
Uh, you guys also got Colin Blackwell back in the trade, who apparently is a pretty good bottom six forward. Yeah, exactly. I like that like attachment to the, the trade for Giordano. And they yeah. also reduced 50% of Giordano's contract, which was right. really good. And they good. gave up no players. So just two second-round picks and a third. And that's nothing to them, man. Like, they'll get that back. And the, if they want to trade, they'll trade someone. Maybe they'll trade Mrazic for a second-round pick. But, I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think reducing that 50% and only giving up two second rounds and a third round for Giordano, which is a great defenseman, right? I mean, he's aging a little bit. But, and then Colin Blackwell, they didn't give up a first-round pick, which I think is a win for them. Right? Well, uh, it's been a seller's market, dude. Like a lot of people yeah. were saying, like players are going for stupid high prices. So a lot of people were surprised when Seattle didn't get a first for Giordano. Yeah, I, well, I, a I lot heard, of Ron Francis criticism right now. I, well, I heard that like Toronto did not want to give up that first pick, first round pick for a no. rental player. No, right? I mean, it kind of makes sense for them, but like Seattle, they they want to load up on picks, and that's what they've done today, right? They traded away a bunch of their players, like Johansson. Um, Law was it Lawson? Lozen? Lozon? Jake Lozon. Yeah, they traded him. Um, you know, it's like I was surprised too, but I think after hearing Dubas say that that they didn't want to give up their first round pick for a rental, I kind of see something else happening. But I literally said it to my buddy a few days before. Yeah, we're probably getting Giordano. I, you know, it's actually creepy. I said we're probably getting Giordano, and Dermot's gonna get traded. And I called it well, a few days I- before. Dermot trade. That's an interesting one. So Vancouver trades away Travis Hamanick to Ottawa for a third round pick. Yeah. Which Vancouver actually originally owned. It's like something to do with the Nate Schmidt trade. And then mm. and then Vancouver takes that third round pick and turns it into Travis Dermot. So essentially Vancouver traded Travis Hamanick for Travis Dermot, keeping our Trav per 60 up on the team. Ah, they like and to name so, Travis. Yeah. So Hamanick for Dermot in in you know, in a sense, uh, Dermot's a big upgrade over Hamannick. I know a lot of Leaf fans will say statistically Dermot sucks, but I think that's a big upgrade over Hamannick. So that's a good move for Vancouver, since Vancouver is probably missing the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's, I, I think I don't like I don't mind Dermot, right? But I, just, I think he maybe he gets more time to prove himself. He, he can. He's still he's still twenty five, so. Yeah, yeah, he's young. Like he can, he can come into Vancouver, and it's less pressure. Less well, Vancouver's got a lot of pressure and scrutiny, but Toronto's just like so different. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Dermot. Like I'm as a Canucks fan, I'm happy about Dermot coming in. Uh, The Canucks also traded away Tyler Mott today, which makes me sad because Tyler Mott is such a good player to watch. He's an underrated player. I'm very underrated. Yeah, very good, very good bottom six forward. PKs, he can score. He's fast. Like he's a good player. A lot of heart. Um. Yeah, so Leafs lose Dermot. I mean, were you sad when the Leafs lost Dermot? Were you attached to Dermot no, at all? Not at all. Uh, I mean, I just I, I didn't mind him, but like, if we can get Giordano, I'd rather Giordano, right? Like, it's just not it's not the end of the world to me, right? And True. They and they also have guys that they can call up if they wanted to. Um, I mean, it's it wasn't it wasn't like a I feel like Derm, having Dermot on the team doesn't make them win the Stanley Cup. So, at the no. end of the day, I was okay with it, and they got a pick out of it. So. I mean, yep. they got draft picks. So. Uh, yep. Another oh. contributor to the arms race in the East, uh, Boston acquires Hampus Lindholm for uh, uh, coming from Anaheim, and they sent back to Anaheim a first-round pick, two seconds, John Moore, Euro, Vakaninen, and uh, Anaheim's retaining 50% of Lindholm's salary. And Boston eight? also uh, extended him. To eight years. Eight yeah, years. Yeah, long. And they did, uh, that's it, a, it wasn't that's, that expensive. That's a lot. No, yeah. I think Lynn, I don't know. How much money did they extend him for? It was like six point something, I want to say. Could be wrong. A ridiculous, ridiculous contract. I don't know. That definitely helps because Boston's defense has been so bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, the Ducks didn't get a bad return for him either, right? Like, oh, no, that's a, that's a, that's a great return. Like, and I, I don't think Boston goes that deep. So no. that'll be like, I think like a mid-teens pick. Yeah, like Boston's a, a wild card spot and they've struggled throughout the year too, right? So it's not like the same Boston Bruins that well, they win a Stanley Cup. I, I highly doubt Anaheim won the Cup this year. but An- Anaheim is stacking up on picks, man. They traded away Nick Delorier for a third round pick. Mm-hmm. They traded away Josh Manson for a second. And um, that's good for them, man. They're going to be a great team in the next in the near future. Like a first round pick, second right. round pick, another second round pick, and Euro uh, Vekinainen. Am I saying that right? 
Pekinainen or whatever. You know who I'm talking about. Um, I, I've heard he's a pretty good young defenseman still. I'm pre- I don't know if he's 24 or 23 or so, around there, or in his early 20s. And uh, he's a pretty good defenseman, right? And he still has time to grow. And I thought it, getting a prospect defenseman with the picks and a player that can play, John Moore, he's not bad either, right? So They traded away John Moore today. Did they actually? Yeah, to, to Vegas. Okay, this is really funny. This is really okay, funny. Make me laugh. So so Vegas, so Anaheim acquires Evgeny Dadanov and a conditional second round pick. Oh, they traded Dadanov. Fr- yeah, from Vegas and going back to Vegas is John Moore and Ryan Kessler. No, <laughs> no way. Kessler's contract. Ryan, Ryan Kessler's contract. Dude, Kessler that- was my favorite player growing up, so that's actually kind of fun to to see that Ryan Kessler. There he is, right there. Yeah, I like Kessler, man. He was a good player. He was, so a good nasty, he was a nasty player, dude. JT Miller reminds me a lot of him. Yes, yeah. Very similar there. Great comparison. Um, But yeah, so I think... So that was all the big trades leading up, right? Lindholm, Giroux, and... Um, Giordano. Giordano. That was pre-trade deadline, right? Are we missing any big ones? I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Like, there's... There's Nick Paul... I mean, so there's a so there's nothing I want to mention. Like I don't like there was one made before the deadline. It was Nick Paul to the Lightning, and oh, they made another trade before that, didn't they? Yeah, Hagel, Hagel to the Lightning as well, and like the price they paid Two for Hagel first for Hagel and Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish, which are pretty good young players still that can definitely become something one day, and Bro, Brandon Hagel to Florida. But they asked Stamkos about this back in like, I don't know, I want to say February or whatever. And he, Stamkos says, at the end of the day, we don't care about our picks, our first round picks. If we win the Stanley Cup, we're we're fine with it. Right? Like, we'll give up. We're, we're able to do that because we're so good. Like, he was literally saying, we're so good, we don't need first round picks. So, and so they don't care. Well, I mean, a first gym. round pick for them is nothing, right? Like it's, it's yeah. 32nd overall. It's ba- a first round pick for the Tampa Bay Lightning is 32nd overall. It has been for the last two years. Yeah, exactly. So. And, and they, they and that that's worked well for them too. Like you got Goudreau and Blake Coleman. I, they, they did decently on Tampa Bay when they were on there, right? And it kind of made them a better player. So, I mean, Hagel was a, is a player that's been trending this year, right? Having a great season. So, I 21 mean, goals, 16 assists. Yeah, I mean, maybe they really wanted him, right? Like a 20-goal scorer, 21-goal scorer. That's pretty good to have. I mean, I don't know how he's going to do on Tampa Bay, right? But um, I think they're trying to recreate, like, they're trying to recreate their their amazing third line, right? Uh, yeah. Gord. Um, Gord and, 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 oh, my God, who are the other two? Good. It went to Calgary. Like years ago? No, recently. Gord. Yanni Gord. Oh, right? Johnny Gord. Okay, who, yeah. Yeah, who were the other two guys? It was it was uh Coleman, Blake Coleman on Calgary. And then and who's Goudreau? who's the third guy? No. Bar like Barkley. Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, different guy. No, Barkley uh he was on Tampa Bay, Barkley Goudreau. When they won. Uh really? Was it yeah. Barkley Goudreau? Yeah. I mean I don't know if he was on that line, but he was definitely on that team. Well, whatever. Yeah, they're trying to recreate that line, dude. So, like, guys like Hagel. Yeah. Like, that's what they're doing. I mean, yeah, and then they, they go along and get um, Nick Paul, right? And they traded Matthew yep. Joseph, which was a guy that's been there for a while, too, right? And um, That surprised me a little bit. I thought Matthew Joseph was a good depth piece for them. I thought so, too. And you look at Nick Paul, and Nick Paul's nothing special. I mean, there's a lot of hype around him, but I don't think he's anything special. I mean, he's been on the Ottawa Senators, which is also nothing special. But, I mean, they will be one day, but not right now. Um, I mean, I, I think I guess, he's a little bit older. He's yeah. A little bit older than the rest of them. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know if that, what, how much that's going to do. But sometimes when you play with a good team like Tampa Bay, you just it's, it's, it works out, you know. And um, you see that you see the players that they got, they really compare it to Goudreau and uh, – who's the other guy? Um, Goudreau and um, – Coleman. Coleman. So Coleman, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh I mean I that's a trend that Tampa Bay does, right? They they don't care about their picks. I, I really don't think they care. They just want to win another cup. Right? Three time three like three peat, I mean, that's insane. If they three peat that's that's dynasty type stuff, man. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, but I don't think that will happen this year. 
I think it's going to be a different team, either Colorado or Florida. I mean, who knows? It could be Pittsburgh, but you never know, right? Toronto, no. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I just find it interesting how they do that. But we can move on to some other trades that kind of happened today. Um, we, we can mention, like, a big trade. I mean, a big trade that happened today was Marc-Andre Fleury going to the Minnesota Wild. Surprising. Yes, and it's a conditional second or first round pick. I think if the Wild make the conference finals, it's a first round pick. And if they don't, it's a second round pick. So yeah, well, yeah. I don't. I mean, we all knew Flurry was probably gone. I mean, like he's just too good to just sit on a team not making the playoffs. Like a team that's in the playoff picture could use him. It surprised me that it's Minnesota though, man. I thought I thought Talbot and Kakadin were good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know if that's a move like you have to make. But then the Wild go and trade Kakadin to to San Jose for yeah. Jacob Middleton. Don't really know anything about him. Yeah, he's but, decent. He's decent, but like I mean, that's like that's really good for San Jose. Like, dude, Kakinen, I think is like gonna be a pretty good starter in this league. Like, yeah, I mean, not... that's what San Jose needs, honestly. But yeah, I mean, Kakinen, that that's a starter, man. Like, shit, maybe pick up Kakinen in fantasy right now. He's gonna be getting those starts. Yeah. Um, um need like a goalie in fantasy. Acne, Capo Kakinen might be the guy for you right now. I picked a Rhymer. <laughs> Maybe I should drop uh, pick up. Yeah, you should, yeah, dude. Rhymer is a bad pickup right now because that uh, Kakinen's coming in. Oh, he was on the trade bait list, but uh, um, but yeah, you yeah. should have went and got Rhymer, dude. I would have loved that. I'll tell you right now, I met Rhymer. Um, I got yeah. a hockey card signed by him, and he was the nicest guy in the world. And everyone, it was like Fan Fest in Toronto. Everyone was cheering his name. It was just a fan favorite. That would have been a, a confidence boost for the Leafs, right? I Rhymer sure would have been sick to get. I just don't know if they have to give up a, a pick, like a pretty high pick for him. They probably know they can get quite a bit for Reimer right well, now. If you guys weren't, if you guys weren't in stupid cap hell, because four <laughs> of your players oh, make yeah. like all your money. Well, the thing like, with Reimer, he has another year. That's gotta on be his so deal. frustrating. That's He's gotta be too... so frustrating, man. You guys oh. can't do anything without like roster magic. No, they get stuck every time. And when it comes like, to the is... deadline, you can't really make the greatest moves. Like, how right? stupid is that Tavares contract, man? How stupid is that contract? Tavares is good, but not worth eleven million dollars per year. Right. He's aging, dude. He's aging. But... Exactly. Like that's so bad. I don't so know. So bad. But I, I mean, I would have liked that they got Flurry, but I think Flurry didn't want to go to Toronto. No, didn't want to go to a Canadian team. So yeah, Flurry um, goes to Minnesota, so that that's pretty big. He's going to make a playoff well, run see, there. I think what Minnesota should have done was went for maybe a, a def- or not a defense, a forward, right? Like an, a, another star forward. I think I feel like they needed that to, to bolster their top six. But yeah, I, I thought mean, it could have been a Giroux thing. Uh, yeah, but nobody trusts the Wild, dude. Like you know what you know what they call the Wild, right? What do they call the Wild? Flip flip the W upside down. Uh, M? Yeah. What does that spell? Oh, oh. wait, what? Yeah, Brace, you're confusing me. Flip the W in wild upside down and it turns oh, into an M. Oh, I thought you meant like Minnesota. I was like, what? No, mild. Uh, yeah, mild. Like, yeah, they're, mild. They're, they're the most mild team in the hit. Like they're competitive. They are like, they're mild. So, they're mild. It's a mild yeah. team. A Caprizov is changing that, but like I don't know mm. if I'm flurry. I, I like seems so like yeah, he I, wanted I thought, to go there because you'd have to yeah. you'd have to waive it like his no move clause to go there. Yeah, he's gonna go play there, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, like I thought maybe Giroux would have gone there, but I guess he had a lot of control in the negotiations. But yeah, I thought they were gonna get somebody like so. For example, a guy I think they could have got would have been like Ricard Raquel, who ends up going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was kind of nice. I do like, I like, I love Pittsburgh. So that was kind of a cool move that they did. But they gave up Zach Aston Reese, which is probably like he's he's okay, but he's not a big contributor to the team, right? And they gave I mean, up. He's pretty good. He is like he is, third third line center, right? I much rather um, Ricard Raquel, right? I mean, they gave up Derek Simon too, which has proven to be pretty decent Dominic. on the team. Dominic, yeah. Dominic, yeah, my Dom- bad. Dominic Simon, yeah, yeah. Dominique. I, yeah, I mean, yo, know, you slot Raquel in there with with Crosby, or or whatever they wanted. Like, well, I don't know what Pittsburgh's line combos look like. 
I don't know either. But honestly, they didn't give too much up for Raquel, which no. in, this, in this market, that was pretty. That was a pretty good trade for them, right? Raquel was a top player on Anaheim, right? So having a great year, having yeah. a bit of a resurgence because Raquel came into the league pretty hot and then he cooled off. Yeah, but I mean. The top six now for for Pittsburgh is Gensel, Crosby, Rust, and then Raquel, Malkin, Heinen, Malkin. Ma- How did I did I say that funny? Malkin, Malkin. Raquel, I, you can Malkin, Heinen. Like that's yeah. good. And then the third line, bro, Carter, Kapanen, Rodriguez. I mean, I think I think they're kind of stacked. I think I think they look good. I think the people are saying they're cup contenders. Honestly, I can see yeah. that. It's just uh, the, yeah. it's the I, culture I of Pittsburgh, sure you know. Well, as long as Crosby's there, bro, they're contenders. Oh yeah, Crosby. The, the problem is, is they're gonna have to go through. They're gonna have to go through through Carolina. Uh, they're gonna have to go through New York. They're gonna have to go through Florida, Tampa, Toronto, like all tough teams. The East yeah. is so nasty. What they should have done is got Flurry. I mean, oh. no, nah, they have Jari, so they don't really need Jari. Flurry. Is so good. Jari is, is so good. He is. He has been one of the best goaltenders in the league. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say he's top ten right now. But yeah, you look at their lines now. I mean, Gensel, Crosby, Rodriguez is def- having a definitely having a pretty decent year to what he's compared to have. Um, Heinen, pretty decent. Malkin, Rust is amazing. Um, yeah, they got a, they also got a new new guy to redeem Zahorna, or is he? Uh, I don't know. I don't even really know who that is. But uh, Jeff Carter is also a good veteran to have on that third line. There it increases the center depth. Um, playing with Kapanen on that third line. Kapanen's a nice, fast player, nice, fast fin. And then you got Teddy Bluger's, uh, Teddy Bluger, and then Brian Boyle, too. Brian Boyle's a good veteran on that guy. He's a big player. Great veteran. Great veteran. And, and I mean, you got Latang, yeah. Dumoulin, Marino, Manson, um, Rudwell, Marcus Peterson. Peterson, Rudwell. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're good. They're definitely like, good. And then Jari and that, and serious contender so yeah that Raquel move I think is really good for them and they didn't have to give up too much Zach Aston I mean you bring him out of this lineup and it, it doesn't look like they miss him like it's no. still really good no he like yeah he was good but like he wasn't you know break make or break it right um yeah I mean you look at that look, look at the center core man Crosby Malkin Carter Bluger Bluger's having a great year yeah and you know that's a, that, that Pittsburgh's really known for that too like they they call up their younger guys and like they're not known to be or they're not projected to be superstars but they ended up doing pretty decent on the team it's like the it's like brian Rust. that was literally the case with brian Rust. brian no one expected brian Rust to be brian Rust, right so no well look what crosby did for guys like connor sheary and stuff yeah you know like that that's what they do is they bring up these younger guys who are kind of middling and then they get played with they play with crosby or malkin and then they get paid that's pretty nice. Like, I mean, I can even say Gensel is one of those guys, right? But Gensel's yeah, Gensel's one, exceeded, of, Gensel's yeah. one of those guys. Honestly, Gensel it, was supposed to be pretty good, but like Crosby elevated him to like a top top line winger, right? Oh yeah, definitely improved his game. Like, and yeah. th- that's the case. Like, he's not just a good player because he just played with Crosby. I feel like Crosby, he was a decent player, but Crosby improved his game to make him a good player. You know. Yeah. Um, another trade I think we should talk about um, is uh, Max Domi going to Carolina. Okay, this is a this is a three three team trade, by the way. Is it? Yeah, I didn't realize it was, but it is a three team trade. I'll try to find it. Explain it to me. It was the last trade I think that was made, or the Dadanov might have been the one because I don't see that here. But um, uh, wait, Victor Rask, Seattle Kraken acquired Victor Rask from the Wild. Huh? I thought he was having a decent year. But uh, for future considerations, uh, but no, yeah. So the the deal here was <clears throat> so it's Max Domi, Carolina Hurricanes acquire Max Domi and defenseman t- a prospect uh, Tyler Amato, and then from the Columbus okay. Blue Jackets in exchange for defenseman prospect Aiden Herschuk, 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 yeah, something like that, yeah, yeah, something like that. And then Florida Panthers receive forward Igor Korshkov and a six round pick. The 2022 NHL entry draft. So I mean, not big names traded for Max Domi. Max Domi is so interesting. Is Max Domi good or not? That's my question. Yes, he he he's not. He's definitely not what people thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's shown flashes of that. Right, he had 72 points with Montreal in 2018, 2019, okay. 28 goals, 44 assists. Like he can be good. 
But yeah, he's shown it. But he is I think he consistent. No, not at all. Uh, this season he's got nine goals, twenty three assists. He's matched his goal total from last season, so he should have more goals this season. He's got more points this season than he did last season with pretty much the same amount of games played. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like, I think maybe he goes to Carolina and he's he's enabled by by some of their forwards to play really well. Because I mean, he kind of besides Line in in Columbus, like who, who does he got right? Uh, Bjorkstrand, I guess. Yeah. Um, Hurricanes line combos. Let's see where this website has him playing. It's not on here yet. Okay, yeah, so he's. Yeah, so he's going to go because their top line is Tara Vinen, Aho, and Seth Jarvis. What kind of season is he having? He's having a decent one. Um, uh, like, what are his stats? Seth Jarvis. Let's see this. Jarvis. Interesting name. Uh, his 22 stats are, points. Yeah. 48 games played. Is this his first year in the NHL too? Yeah, he's only twenty. Okay, so I think that's where Domi goes. Right there. Okay. He's a rookie. Can you can move him. You can move him down, right? Like he can go down and play third line for the playoffs. Like it's important, right? So he'll probably play with like Stall and Faust. So is Carolina a contender for the Stanley Cup? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like as much as Florida is, or a little under them. Maybe a little under, but I yeah. like Carolina, like. Yes, like bro, look at them defensively, man. Yeah, like, defensively they're so stacked. I, you know, and we can move into that because I'm surprised they didn't go for John Klingberg, or no one did, or they they didn't trade. John I, I, I think Dallas wants to hold on to him, man. Dallas is making a playoff push. Yeah, and he might be a good guy to do that, but watch them not make the playoffs, and that bite them in the ass. But like, they might make it. Well, they're going to um, lose him for nothing because he's out of there. He's going to leave. Yeah, exactly. They're taking the chance on it, right? Like, he's just going to sign somewhere in free agency so and get paid. But um, they have the opportunity to get maybe a first-round pick for him or a prospect, a pretty decent prospect. Oh, they could have gotten a lot for him. Yeah, and he just wasn't traded. Yeah, which, unlike Chikrin, who's who, like, yeah, Arizona and, didn't have to trade him, right? They, they can wait. They and can, so yeah. They, I guess he has, that, he, that'll he has be an off-season yeah, I mean, I could see Arizona trading Chikrin to to a place like Anaheim for their first, you know, because Anaheim's so loaded on prospects. Like Anaheim, I bet, would trade their first for Chikrin, which might be a top 10 pick, right? So then Arizona's yeah. going to have two top 10 picks. So, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think Domi slots in with Tara Vine and Anaho, and that that's pretty potent. I think Domi would look good with them. Their second line is kind of interesting to me, man. I don't know. What's the second line? That, Svechnikov, Trocek, Netches. Now, Trocek sounds weak, but he's having a good season. Like, genuinely a good season. Yeah. I mean, I find Carolina very interesting of how their player, like, who their players are. Like, they kind of, like, take players that have, like, have that name that's been floating around for a while that is supposed to be pretty decent, but, like, they haven't reached their full potential. Like, Kotiniemi... You know, um, who's been shit? Yeah, like, and they they sign him to an eight year deal worth four point something million dollars, right? That was, I mean, what do you think of that contract? It's that long. I thought it was a one year with like a fat qualifying yeah. offer. No, eight. Oh, that was the. This is an extension they did today. Oh, they uh, did it today. They did it today. And For how much money? Eight years at four point something. Oh, he's. Wh- He's playing yeah. fourth line time. Yeah. Like that's a third overall pick by the Montreal Canadiens right there. Yeah, and he's been pretty underwhelming. Eight yeah. year con wow. I think it's safe and to say that he, he shouldn't have been drafted third overall. I don't want to be rude. God no. He's he got twenty three points, eleven goals in fifty nine games. I mean, granted he might not be getting the minutes. He's only twenty one. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. That's a that's a contract. So four point eight two million. Oh, oh yeah. So with Domi going in there, do you think 
do you think they bump Svechnikov up to the top line with Aho and Taravainen and, and then put Domi in with Trocek and Neches and then you get a pretty physical second line there that can score? Yeah. Yeah, and that may, that evens it out a lot more than having Jarvis on that first line. Um and having that I mean Jarvis just goes and plays with Stalin fast and I think that's a pretty good third line. That man, that that could be honestly, I mean on a, on a decent team that could be a second line, right? Like uh, Maybe. So, do they have Jarvis listed um, in two lines here? Okay, that must be wrong. He's on the but top line for me. He's on the top and fourth line for me. But um, I don't know what this website's doing. I've been looking at the same website. I don't think it's correct. But uh, I'm using Daily Faceoff. I've been trying to find that, but the morning puck is coming up. And I don't know what okay. the morning puck is, but... These are yeah. all, like, fantasy hockey, like, news websites. Like, you would you yeah. look at this if you want to see where, like, somebody's playing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, this this other website has Ethan Bear on the fourth line, so <laughs> uh, forward. But uh, Ethan you know, Bear, the kid. Like, man, I don't know. But they, you're right. They do have a great defense core. Um, and steady, steady decor, man. Slavin D'Angelo is. They always have, right? They always had that pretty um, stacked defense core, and which really helps them. And I, they have Freddie too, which. I mean, is he a question mark in the playoffs considering what he was like in Toronto? Maybe, but look yeah. at how good Ranta's been. Like, Ranta, I think, could could step in. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see Ranta. I mean, um, Rant, like, is he injury prone? I feel like both of them maybe are injury prone. They, Yeah, but Anderson's been pretty healthy this year. He's had one, yeah. I think, little little extended missing of time, but... yeah. I mean, I, who knows? I, I like. I feel like he he clicks well with this team too. Like both of them do actually. And yeah, um, they they honestly could make it to the finals. I could definitely see that. And they they've been close before too, right? They're going to so. be an annoying team, but like I wouldn't want to play against them. No, and and their crowd too. That's an annoying crowd to yeah. play against. They're going to be an annoying team, man. Uh, so I think Carolina. That's a really good move for Carolina. And it doesn't like they're not like they're not like going all in i think like domi i think is a good move like to make a push this year but it's not like putting all of your all of your chips in right like they're not vulnerable after this season like moving on if they don't do well right it's not like a huge risk no definitely not i mean like like i said like i don't know I, i i i think there's so many contenders in the league right now it's kind of insane how many contenders there are like I could say Florida is a contender. I could say Carolina is. I can say the Rangers are. I can say Pittsburgh is. I can say Tampa Bay is. I can say Toronto. Rangers is. loaded up on on great uh, depth forwards today with Cop and Mott. Yeah, right. Like, and they got Frank Bertrano too, right? So yeah, they got their kind of extra forwards that they needed there, right? And then you also, they also have, got Nick Merkley. Yeah, I saw that he's too. Gonna, he's he's decent. Who I think is pretty good. Yeah, he's, and he's still young too, right? He's he's decently young. Um, yep. So like yeah, so like say there's at least eight teams. All eight teams can be contenders in the East, and like Colorado, Calgary, St. Louis, Minnesota. I mean, LA is LA making the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. It's gonna be the the playoffs this season are gonna be so good. Oh yeah, there's a lot of teams that could win. Yeah. To to be quick here, because we're almost out of time, I'll just say Colorado acquired uh, Lekkonen and Cogliano, so two really good depth pieces there, especially Lekkonen. I think Lekkonen's really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, St. Louis got another defenseman in Nick Letty, who I think is pretty good. That kind of sucks for Mo Sider, because I'm pretty sure they've been been partners all year, right? Like Nick Letty still plays top, top line minutes, unless that's changed. I mean, yeah, and now you take him away. So, yeah. Um, what else? Is there anything else? I think that was like the uh, biggest Winnipeg trades. Gets, yeah, Winnipeg gets Mason Appleton back, who was really good for them. Wasn't working out too good on Seattle. Yeah, no. Seattle uh, uh, Nashville a gets Lazon. Yeah, well, Ron Francis, bro, just peculiar. Yeah, he's questionable. Peculiar. Yeah, um, I think that's pretty much everything big. Yeah, I think so too. Um, uh, big, biggest winner on the day for you. Oh. It's tough to say. It's honestly You can say the last say. three days. You can say the last three days as well. Yeah, I might consider it from there. Uh, I was going to... I don't think Giordano is the winner here. I'm going to I'm gonna say Claude Drew. 
I think he'll impact Florida. that. Yeah, I think Florida's. I, I like the, what they got with Claude Giroux, and I think Claude Giroux is going to have a big impact on that team. I'd say. I'm going to say the New York Rangers. I think Cop mm-hmm. and Mott are both really strong pieces for the bottom six there. They're yep. absolutely loaded up front, and they have the best goalie in the league right now. I think the Rangers could be sneaky. Like, I if I I, I wouldn't want to play them. No, honestly, you're right. I think the Rangers did a really good job. They got three forwards that can really contribute for them in the playoffs. They got right? Mott for nothing, man. For a fourth round, yeah. people thought Mott was going to go for a second. Dude, he should have. He really should have. I agree. I'm biased, but I agree. Mott is so good. No, Mott, Mott deserves more credit. Tyler Mott, you were a god. You're better than McDavid, buddy. Isn't he uh, Connor Bedard's favorite player? Didn't Bedard he say is that? Connor Bedard's favorite player. Yeah. Well, our current. That's, that's how good Mott is. That's how good Mott is. Yeah, like if he can recognize that, um, I mean, that just that, that does show how good he is. Yep. But okay, uh, that's all. That's all for me. Pretty good deadline. Yeah, it was. The a, playoffs was a, are going to be awesome. Yes, I think so too. There's a lot of trades, but I mean, it was kind of I don't know. I want to say quiet today, but like not really. But um, some guys that didn't go, some guys that did go. Um, it's always what you don't expect to. But I, I I love trade deadline day. I don't know if you guys do, but uh, it was it was really fun. I love watching it. So um, I feel like if I, like I love doing franchise mode. So it's just like real life franchise mode for me. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, make sure you check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, and all our socials will be linked. We're starting to tweet a little more on Twitter as well. I love, and I do some voting systems on there. Um, it's just to get some interaction with you guys and just to get your opinions there. Um, continue to follow us on YouTube. Um, we're gonna post some more YouTube videos. We have some, maybe some interviews coming up. We're gonna plan that stuff for you guys. Um, all our socials are linked on every like platform we have, uh, even the Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I figured out how to do that. Um, we are now, I want to mention, we are now listened to in five different countries. Um, I want to say it's Canada, number one, Netherlands, number two, uh, USA, number three, and then Germany, number four, and Australia, number five, which is pretty exciting. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Which, that's uh, so weird. I, I think that's I think that's awesome. I, I really, really appreciate that. But uh, that's it for me. Um have a good race. Yeah, uh, you know, just make sure you follow us on our socials. Uh, head over to YouTube and drop a comment on one of our videos. Uh, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the deadline and uh, be looking forward to the playoffs. As a Canucks fan, uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to be heard <laughs> again, and and I'm ready for the Canucks to miss the playoffs. I feel so, your pain. so and as a Leaf fan, I mean, I'm sure you're ready for the your first, first round exit. exit. Yeah, I knew yeah. you were gonna say. Don't worry. Yeah, it's. I mean, let's be real here. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's better to expect it than not to expect it. Right. <laughs> I I agree. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode. Peace, guys.